Okay. Everyone is here. Broadcasting the Breakdown Podcast live on June fifteenth, two thousand and eighteen. E 3s just wrapped up. My name is Brandon Miracle, broadcasting live from the Breakroom Arcade. If you look south of me in the video version, you'll see the beautiful face of Paul Anderson, broadcasting live from the Breakroom Clubhouse. And if you look to the right of me in the video version, you'll see the beautiful face of Logan Welver, broadcasting live from the Breakroom Hotel Room. This is the second time I started this episode because I forgot to hit start streaming before I started the show. <laughs> Classic. So, so here we are for the Breakdown Podcast. we got a lot to talk about. Nintendo just wrapped up their E3 2018, announcing cool games like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and the sleeper hit Mario or Super Mario Party. I'm um, very excited about those. Super Mario Party! So in, so our, in our, first, getting... our first version of the podcast, Logan, you were start, starting to talk about <laughs> your, you being excited about Super Mario Party. Why don't you go yeah, over so that again? I have a few things I want to say. One, I... <laughs> You cut out secondly, all of that. I'm actually disappointed that I don't. You know, I have a feeling we're never gonna get Mario Party alone. The greatest thing Let about that, Logan, perfect. is that you cut out because, during the beginning of your rant. And they and they missed the perfect I'm opportunity to make Super Mario Party. Right Joy-Con and left Joy-Con. You missed an Instead, even more Instead, they were like, oh, no, it could be 11, and then... What about Amiibo Festival 2? What about Amiibo Festival 2, man? Uh, I'm going to cancel <laughs> both of you, Mario. and I'm going to just do the podcast alone from now on. Oh, You'll probably forget no. to start streaming. How do we yeah. cancel the stream? Can we cancel the stream? <laughs> I'm going to cancel the internet. Um, so, but yeah, I'm super excited about Super Mario Party. It looks great. It's yeah. the first Mario Party game that I've ever pre-ordered, or just bought in general. It'll be oh, the you first Mario Party game I own. Okay. It's uh, definitely a callback to classic Mario Party. Um, coins and stars and boards, and we're all moving separately. That's the name of the game. Um, we have and... a video about that, and I hate you both still. <laughs> hate us both. Oh, yeah. We did yeah, do we that. Have a... Watch Mario Party on our channel. It'll make more sense. Yeah, nobody did, so if you want to watch it, that'd be great. Um, do we have a podcast? <laughs> Guys, did I'm Smash tired. Brothers get announced to the Nintendo Switch? I'm so happy they ditched the car. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate the car as much as other people. But specifically Mario Party 9, because that was a a one game they tried it i was like maybe this didn't work but i'm okay with it many games and are great and they brought it back for 10 and then when they did it again that's when i was upset um yeah mario party 11, uh, i just want to call it 11 super mario party just had online <laughs> announced officially yesterday um just mini games though so far they've only announced mini games and leaderboards uh i have a feeling that's probably all it's going to be in the end yeah i was about to say so far no that's it that's, it it's a fun enough experience when you're in a room with people I, th- I think part of that would get lost online yeah i'm sure you could make it work a little bit but it just it still wouldn't be the same i think yeah. you lose more if by only doing the mini games though um we saw with mario party the top 100 that the mini games don't stand on their own um, yeah. So yeah. I'm not so sure how well this is going to play out, and uh, if it doesn't, maybe boards can come as a free DLC update in the future. That'd Nintendo's cool. really been big on that. Um, notice that they yeah. also didn't announce who the developer of this game was. I imagine that it's ND Cube. Yeah. The thing Just though like that strikes me as odd is the last like four Mario Party games have used all of the same assets, and for once they're not. Um, well, it's also HD. Well, I mean, so is Mario Party 10. Mario Party 10, I guess. But, but yeah, from I mean, maybe, sound effects and music, get... it was all the same, and they're finally changing that up. 
<laughs> Maybe Stop this is the stopgap. Maybe this is another spinoff, and then we'll get Mario Party 11. It honestly did cross my mind. If you go to their E3 page listing for Super Mario Party, they um, they specifically state that they're treating this as kind of a rebranding, a reboot for the franchise, which is for which is why it's called Super Mario Party. There's a reason yeah. they didn't slap an 11 on this because they don't want it associated with the last 10. Right. right. This is That's a this is a rebirth of Mario Party. And there's so many things going on, right? So we have our our classic Mario Party gameplay with a few twists that seem like they're meant to like balance the gameplay uh, to a certain degree. And you want you want a certain amount of RNG with uh, Mario Party. You don't want it to just oh look at I played the best. Um, and and they're doing exactly that. They're kind of taking some of the things that they did with the last few, but then they're infusing it with the best uh, of Mario Party. Um, and, and I think, actually, a lot of these other things about the game stand out uh, because I know I'm getting that core experience. Like the tabletop uh, stuff. I was initially concerned exactly. that that would play too deeply into the gameplay, but they confirmed. They're like, no, that's a completely separate experience within the game itself. And um, I'm so glad it's there because yeah. it's super cool. I mean, do we do you remember us talking about like uh, the patent? Yeah, we specifically we talked saw? about that patent. Yeah, and they're like, "Whoa, cool! What are they going to do patent for?" And then they're like, "Oh, here's your... that's what." They did we the not bring for. up Mario Party when we were talking about that too? Uh, maybe I, I don't think know. we did. I'm sure, we did. So uh, we called it. Um, no it's question though. What's that? If this is a reboot. Does that mean we have the like the glove to look forward to? The Super Mario Party glove? Uh hopefully not. Um And by like Super Mario Party eight, are we back in the cart? That would be nine, <laughs> but probably. <laughs> Super Mario Party Advance releases exclusively on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm really excited about this. I love Mario Party. And uh, the, the one last thing, uh, they played a segment. I don't know if you guys saw the segment of the, uh, like, the 2v2 uh, board. I did. I, did. It, I was like, this is so cool. This is, like, so much more interesting. So think about it like a grid, right? And so there's a bunch of just uh, spaces laid out. And you, you know, get these you, big rolls, and you have to figure out how to spend those because you, you have to use all of them. You, you know the um, cool thing about that is they what? lifted that directly out of Mario Party Star Rush on 3DS. So they're not abandoning uh -huh. their old ideas. They're adding them right, on no, top of the yeah. core concept. Yeah, which is great. That's a better it way to go great. about it. Yeah, That's I want to. I want to pay money for this. They uh, made a good-looking good. Mario Party game, which is more than I can say in a long long time they have the strategy with the new character dice blocks that have different numbers and values on them some of them might even give you coins or other items which i thought was super cool like uh they they've rebalanced the entire dice block system now you roll that adds value to your character selection too which i really very much appreciate which previously like there was like there was nothing like other than a face to it so yeah that's really yeah. awesome um you roll a max of, or a min max one to six on the standard dice block, and uh, I want to say, and this could have just been me, but I think the board that the first one they showed off looked really small. So I think those new dice numbers are reflected in the board design. Right. So it's not yeah. a, not very big. Um, I wasn't super impressed with the board design, but we've only seen that one, and then the one that looks like Star Rush. So I, I'm hoping to see more 
um, just but just knowing that the core gameplay is there is is good enough for me at this point. Like I am yeah. willing to buy it just so I can play it. You yeah. will roll. You take your turn, and at the end of everybody's turn, you bring a play mini game, and then you keep going around in a circle. That's what I want. My right? hope is we get full online board play. Um, and if we do, maybe we'll even play with some of you guys. Uh, <sighs> that could be so much fun. Um, oh, yeah. But that's uh, enough about Super Mario Party. That comes out in October. Uh, you can expect some full-on content for that game when it comes out because I already told some of my friends I'm hosting a party the night the game comes out because yeah. we're going to be playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Nintendo announced a couple other things, like Damon X Machina, which was the first game in their presentation. Um, Interesting start. Yeah, mostly because that game didn't explain itself in the presentation at all. Like, we had to wait an entire day of Treehouse to find out what the game even is. I still need to watch that segment and figure yeah, out Yeah, I haven't is. watched it, so I'm not really sure what's going on. Um so like i want to say the gameplay is designed by the guy who did armored core um mm-hmm. and then the des- and then some other designs are from like character artists from fire emblem awakening i want to say um, okay so there's some good names on this game um and a- it looks interesting and this is obvious this is this is obviously an exclusive because nintendo opened their show with it yeah. yeah it kind of flew under the radar other than like it opened the direct I don't think it would have flown under the radar if the game hadn't, you know, been shown without any explanation at all. It yeah, was so that abstract, game too. More. Yeah, we don't know anything about it. Um, did we get a release date on that, or was that just kind of, it comes when it shows up? I feel I don't think like got... that was 2019, but I, I honestly don't even remember. <laughs> That's how much of an impression it left on me. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple 2019 games. Um, We can move right along into the next one. Scheduled to be released 2019. Yeah, so alongside that, Fire Emblem Three Houses was finally shown off. Oh, man, that game. It looks so stellar. Yeah, I got to finish Awakening. (laughs) Get on it, Logan. I know. Like, I love what they're doing with the map, and, like, they added a bunch of, like, other soldiers to like the main character in that like little grid and so it feels more populated it feels like an actual battle not just like a 1v1 every time you send one character to fight another logan stop changing your white balance logan reacting uh yeah and then one like one of the things that struck me with fire emblem three houses and it struck me with all of nintendo's first party content on the switch so far is that it is yet again a reinvention of a series uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses looks like an actual sequel to the series, and it's trying something new. Um, like you said, Paul, there's the extra, you know, people on the map. You can explore the world in real time. Um, that's brand new for the series. Um, and the fact that this yeah. is the first game in high definition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we went from the 3DS, which is super underpowered in comparison to the Switch, to the Switch. I would genuinely hope that they would do something like this for the next Fire Emblem game. And we got it. Like I'm, I'm super impressed with what they showed. Yeah, I don't know what necessarily I was expecting from uh, this Fire Emblem Switch. I know I wanted to see it, and I would have been angry if I hadn't seen it uh, at E3. But yeah, it seems like I don't know what I wanted, but 
I, I guess this is it, right? Uh, just, okay, let's see how much we can fit on the screen at once. Yeah, um, they're definitely I, showing off in that regard. Yeah, I, I feel like they kind of like were sitting there and they watched Fire Emblem Cross, you know, Fire Emblem um, Warriors. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, we yeah, should do this. Let's do that, except turn based. Yeah, it's like Dream Drop says um, the battle system feels more like war, which is what was supposed to be happening the entire time over the course of the series. Yeah. They right. definitely um, made it a more immersive experience, I think. What I'm curious about, though, looking at it, um, are they going to do a Fates with this based off the name, you know, Three Houses? Is it going to be like a three-game-one game? Is it going to be just one game that involves Three Houses? I you know, would hope that? that it's not a three-game thing. They tried it with Fates, and I don't necessarily think it worked out that well. Um, no. Partly because I would have played all three if I didn't lose my copy. The messaging for Fire Emblem Fates was kind of poor. Um, yeah. Because all three of those versions were complete standalone games. Like, start to finish, just as long as any other Fire Emblem game. And people just yeah. looked at the price tag and said, oh, no, that's a ripoff. And I'm like, no, you're being dumb. They're selling you a full-fledged Fire Emblem game for the price that you bought Awakening for with the same amount of content. But uh, apparently they did not know how to tell people that. <laughs> yeah, and and then they didn't know how to tell. It, it made it sound like branching paths, and I would have been more okay with that. Well, there is branching paths. It only happens once. Right. You make that decision in Chapter issue, 6 right? of the game, and uh, you choose between two houses, or if you have the Revelation DLC, you choose neither house. Um so like Paul said, I kind of hope they don't go that route. But if they do, well, it needs to all be burned into one cartridge. I, I yeah. agree. I agree. They need to work I on think, their messaging. Yeah, they should take those ideas that they were building on with Fates and just put that into one game. Yeah. And really make that singular game as good as it can be. Dream Drop yeah. was like right on the nose because he said exactly what I did right after I said it. Uh, put it all in the cartridge. That'll work a lot better. Um, one oh, thing yeah. I noticed about the game, and this might just be a personal thing, is I don't think it looks that pretty overall, but it's still, like, probably a year away, so I will, I will forgive yeah. it for now, but I'm not yeah, super impressed from a visual standpoint. Get, they tend to get prettier. I think the characters look great. It's just the environments that I'm not too impressed with. Uh, yeah, specifically when you're looking top down, on, top down on the map, the environments just feel like an afterthought. Yeah. And, you know, I could forgive it on 3DS because, you know, they're dealing with the hardware. But now I feel like it should be a central part of the experience. Um, I swear. Yeah, you're, what is up with your color temperature, Logan? I don't know, man. <laughs> and, and because of, like, the neutral oh colors God. of your background, it only changes your face. I know. <laughs> um, let's see, Dream Drop. Okay. For anybody that. just listening to the podcast, my video and i'm turning jaundice uh by by no biological means it's <laughs> so good to know uh dream drop says yeah being in hd looks nice but the world could have been fuller it felt empty um yeah that's kind of where i'm at i just i hope it looks better going forward but if not mm -hmm. it's it's whatever as long as the game is good that's the most important thing um anything else about fire emblem before we move on no, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see more. 
I'm glad that we got the tease because we got that news like last year, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I've been I've been waiting. I'm pretty surprised <laughs> oh. at just how far away that game is, given how long ago it was announced. Yeah. Uh, maybe not, I think they're still trying new stuff. Maybe announcing it so long ago was a mistake. Uh, it it might have been. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Prime. Well, Metroid Prime 4 was a special case because they were getting ready to announce another Metroid game on the 3DS. Right. Um, so they said that to avoid the backlash they got from Federation Force. Um, so I think that was and an intelligent Pokemon move. Too. Yeah, right. and they did that with Pokemon. Uh, Fire Emblem, you know, they were announcing the, the Fire Emblem Echoes, but the Switch wasn't even anywhere near being a thing yet, so I don't feel like... Announcing Fire Emblem at that point well, was the smartest. Did they move. also announce um, Fire Emblem Warriors in that same direct or same presentation? Fire Emblem Warriors was that direct was, yeah. before or after the Switch was revealed? No, it was after. Then no, Fire Emblem Warriors was, was announced after the Switch was launched. Fire Emblem Warriors was announced in the January event. I remember them saying like that there would be a full fledged Fire Emblem game announced the same time that they announced Warriors, though. They they did. Well, three houses. Yeah, but I think we're getting messed up on the timing that this all took place because Fire Emblem Warriors appeared both in that direct and in the January Switch presentation. I just don't remember which came first. I think the Fire Emblem the Direct came first, but uh, I could be wrong. Regardless, um, we got some other games to talk about. So that leak with all of the third-party titles coming to Switch was true. Um, Fortnite obviously was in the direct release the same day. Um, Dragon mm -hmm. Ball Fighters oh. is coming to Nintendo Switch, which is a great get in my book. Um, I have it I on PS4, it. so I probably won't buy it again. Um, let's see. Paladins, but uh, Paladins got announced a couple days ago. Killer Queen Black. Star Fox Grand Prix. That's coming. Star Fox Grand Prix, that was definitely true. Um, <laughs> I mean, technically, it was just an Ubisoft's presentation, and it wasn't all what they said it would be. Well, Retro didn't announce anything, so we don't know whether or not it's true or not. We still, Retro's not making anything. I was talking about Starlink, guys. Retro's, Re Retro's yeah, a we joke. Were. Keep up. This is a bad Retro's joke. Retro's canceled. Putting all the arcade archives get canceled. That's Paul's what they canceled. You're getting ejected from the call again. Um, Bye, guys. There he goes. Uh, so they announced some cool stuff. Overcooked 2, I'm pretty excited about because I love the first game. Yeah. Um, yeah. They announced Is another that console one. exclusive? Uh, I don't know. I doubt I it. I wonder how well that the uh, did on consoles. It sold very well on Switch. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I'm not surprised. They also kind of like soft announced a game called Ninjala which is some kind of ninja online versus multiplayer game where you're like these ninjas that use bubblegum powers and they have like these rods that they use as swords and you can run up walls and stuff. And it's kind of reminiscent of Splatoon from a visual standpoint. Uh, I kind of liked what I saw, but don't really know anything about the game at this point. Um, but that, I believe, is also slated for 2019. But uh, that was just like thrown into their sizzle reel and just kind of ignored which they did with a lot of games, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but that brings us to the most important thing that happened in the direct, being the Star Atlas. Uh, Starlink. Right, Starlink. Uh, the <laughs> full-on reveal of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So Sakurai 
I've got a lot of feelings about this. Sakurai came on to talk about his new project, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and kicked things right off with a fighter introduction video, which turned out to be the most incredible trailer I've seen in many, many years. Um, he starts off by telling us that he's going to show off the characters and then include a number that dictates when they were, you know, when they were added to the Smash Brothers series. Um, so he starts off with Mario, we see Samus, Link, and they just keep kind of skipping around. We start seeing some third-party characters from Smash Wii U, such as Cloud. Um, and then it cuts away, comes back, the music kind of stops, and we see Snake pop into the screen, and I lost my mind. Uh, and then it said... Everyone is here. Everyone is here. <laughs> the entire history of Super Smash Brothers characters is joining the fight in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. This is truly the ultimate edition of Super Smash Brothers, and no, it is not a port. It's not what, a port. What if? Go watch my video. We have a video. About it. Smash Bros. Switch. Not a port. It's, sure. Well, they confirmed right. officially yesterday that the game is built from the ground up. Right. I feel like they're going to need to confirm it like another 10 or 12 times before it sinks in for some people. <laughs> I sent you guys that video, like that Naruto spoof. Yeah. And it summed up the oh. argument quite nicely. It said, uh, new characters, new stages, new game mechanics, built from the ground up, you know, new music, all that stuff. That doesn't make a new game. Well, what does? <laughs> what makes it a new game then? Yeah, I tried watching that, and then I wasn't getting any sound. I did the same, did I, same thing sound. happened to me. And then I realized my headphones weren't plugged in. We both did that. We both did it, and we had a conversation. <laughs> Even the models are brand new, so I don't Even like know what you guys are yet. talking about. It's yeah, a new no, game. Really, really they just so desperately different. want it to be um, a port. And they want it to <laughs> be right it about it being a port. And well, one of the things I notice is a lot of people who are claiming it's a port don't lean very heavily into the competitive side of Super Smash Brothers, um, because it was immediately noticeable to me that this game is much faster than Smash 4. This is not the same game. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice specifically, but I haven't played like a ton of Smash 4. Um, but I did see, I was watching some gameplay earlier. They were talking about how it's faster. Uh, they were specifically playing with Fox and uh, Sonic. And, uh, and they were talking about, oh, it's too fast now. Oh my gosh, like I can't move around. I, I feel like that was a mistake. You shouldn't show. No, it wasn't the... like a negative thing. They just like oh, these people who are playing. That's not what I mean. What I mean is oh, like, you... don't talk about the game being faster by showing us characters that are fast. You need to do it by right. showing us characters that are slow. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I'm glad that they kind of like. They were like, okay, brawl. We brought it. The Smash Four is kind of this happy medium, and then it's like, well, it could be a little bit faster, but not quite as fast as melee. So we thought know. they found like the perfect happy medium with Smash Four, and it turns out we were, were wrong. Done. We were wrong. <laughs> they weren't we were done. Wrong. Sakurai was like, "Oh my god, this. It's all right, time to freaking make another game because this one. No, he's gonna sit with this one, and then this is gonna be the next Smash Bros. And he goes, "This one. This is my final game." This is my final. He game. finally came out and, and said that about this one. So that's three games in a row that he said that. So I mean, I, I hope he's, he'll I hope he's telling the truth. I hope he's telling. I honestly like what I want him to do is get a small team to add in like if any major IPs pop up, they can add in some characters as DLC, but that man can just relax. 
Yeah. Treat this as a service for a while, port to the next system, whatever you got to do. But darn it, Sakurai, take a break. Sakurai, yeah, he... the, the thing that scared me the most is like when we first saw Sakurai in that direct, he was oh, noticeably yeah. thinner and paler than he's looked since Smash 4 came out. And you know what else? You know who else that happened to? Uh, Satoru Iwata before he died. Um, like, we saw him in a direct shortly before he passed, and he was really skinny. Yeah, but Satoru Iwata also had a illness. <laughs> well, we don't know what's going on with Sakurai. Like, he's right. already came out and said that his work, like, his work days have been shortened, and we don't know why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe because he's working too much. Maybe they came All in. I know Sakurai, is stop. You're, Sakurai, no, you're older. we are stop. sick of your work ethic. Calm down. <laughs> I feel like Sakurai that's not something is, you hear very often. Sakurai is the kind of guy who, you know, he's very passionate. He he is very protective of his baby, being mm-hmm. Smash Brothers, and he, he kind of sees himself as the only person who can do it right. And right. I don't know that he's entirely wrong about that because Sakurai has certain development philosophies and gameplay um, ideas that only he has. Like that's specifically his but, tool belt. Uh, and, and he'll only have those until he them to somebody else, which is why it's yeah. all the more important to actually, you know, get somebody to buddy buddy up with them and, and learn the ropes and see why, you know, he makes the decisions that he makes. And then hopefully somebody can make similar brother. decisions in the future. He'll never find someone who thinks exactly like him, but Absolutely we can get close. Not. Um, yeah. I mean, but we don't want we don't want that because we don't want the same game forever. I mean, yeah. we do, we don't want well, melee the first Super Smash Bros. Yeah. We don't want melee. We, Some people would very want. much fight you on that one, but well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> they can go play those games. You Mango, know? who was but, at the Invitational, already came out and said that he still he's just going to go back to melee. <laughs> of course, he is, but he's not important. He's not important. He also got um, knocked out in the first round, so I don't think he has a lot he can say. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's like the same thing. Is If we were just playing 2D sprite adventure games for the rest of our lives, why? You know, things have to evolve. Things have to change. You know, Miyamoto uh, off Legend of Zelda to Aonuma, and Aonuma's kind of doing the same. You know, yeah. Uh, so you might not I, I find someone like... with the exact same philosophy as him. Absolutely but you not. Can find someone with the dedication and passion that he has, who cares right. about it just as much as he has. And that's Somebody who means. knows about the genre, who knows the game, uh, and and who again sit there and figure it out. Who who is dedicated to the job uh, mm. and can make good decisions. Not the same decisions because they're different people, and that's okay. Uh, but I think it's I think it's time for Sakurai to retire, at least at least from um, yeah, directing Smash Bros. Yeah, I'm and kind of, of, back back. I'm kind of in the position where I think maybe Sakurai should just stop making games for a while. Uh, oh yeah, take he, a break. He, needs to, he needs to figure out his uh, <laughs> figure out how to live again and then make yeah. a new game. I'm down. Gain some and, fresh and perspective. Just do like, yeah, do like uh, either smaller games or produce larger games where you're not so much in the creative stuff, but like, okay, well, here's the philosophy, uh, and here's what you guys are doing wrong, here's what you're doing right. Just like Aonuma did with Breath of the Wild. That's all he did. He's like, okay, well, this game is, um, you're overseen, but you're not having your hands uh, in everything. Uh, I'm going to take a 
backpedal real quick to go over some of these comments. Dreamdrop says he's yeah. super passionate about what he does, but he overclocks his own abilities so much. He's very artistic in the sense that he has a vision that no one else can pull off, but that's not healthy in work. Um, and we're yeah. definitely seeing that like visibly, and that's very concerning as a as a fan of his work, and it's just you know just being concerned for him as a person in general. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's a strange position and to like care about somebody that you don't know, right but you wish the best for them so when you see them constantly doing things that are detrimental to their health uh mm-hmm. you want to say dude get your life figured like if i started doing things that were bad for my health which i do a lot of them i'm trying to fix them uh Logan but if stop. i wasn't aware of them you know i would i would hope that somebody would come along and say logan stop screwing up your life maybe you should like get some sleep every once i'm in a while. sure sakurai Logan has those... screwing up your life and get some sleep every once in a while i'm sure sakurai gotcha, has Thanks. those people in his life um but ultimately it's going to come down to him and what he wants to do absolutely yeah uh dark ryoku says he can't stand melee purists um well I think the Melee audience has changed since Smash 4 came out. It was a lot more toxic during the Brawl era because Melee fans took it personally when Brawl came out that their game was changed. And that was really kind of, I mean, yeah, it uh, immature. But uh, it is what it is. Um I think they're turning around. Uh, Mango has also said he's a tad envious of current Smash players because he wants to feel excited for a new Smash, but he can't. Uh, There's nothing wrong with loving Melee as your favorite. It's a great game, and they can love that if they want to. And that's that's fantastic. There's a reason Melee is still around today. Um, Nikolai Gordon says, Smash Ultimate really needs the support from the Melee audience. I hope a lot of those guys move on. Evo might be dropping Melee next year, so who knows? I'll riot if Sakurai doesn't take a sabbatical. Nikolai also says, do you think Sakurai will be developing DLC for Smash Ultimate if we get it, or do you think he'll take a backseat and let the team at Bandai Namco take care of it? I do not want him, after he finishes the game, to go and make more content. I really, I would be, I want more content. I don't want Sakurai making it. That man needs a break. I think it's probably, probably already in the pipeline. I think whatever DLC that they, on they're gonna do the exact same thing that they did uh for super splatoon for mario tennis uh for all these other games you think it's gonna be free dlc not all of it i i think it'll i think it'll take a similar approach i'm not saying that it'll uh replicate everything that's been happening Mm -hmm. but i think something similar will happen i think um i i want characters and stages to be free uh i i imagine that they could maybe they maybe they uh forego story for this game and then later on dlc i could see story being premium dlc Uh, i have a hard time seeing stages and characters being free in the current era of nintendo we live in there are two are you kidding me i think i think that's the most plausible explanation nintendo likes money Well, yeah, they like money, but they know how to do it, right? No, they're, they're not getting grabby with Splatoon 2. They're like, here's free DLC for a year. Oh, wait, sorry, a year and a half. Uh, thank you, Nintendo. There are two uh, things But then that here's, I here's, for, uh, here's $20 DLC down the line. I think something similar will happen with Smash. I would pay for characters and stages as DLC, and granted, I'm, I'm lumping those two into one. 
but I would also pay for a story mode after the fact. Those are the two things that I would pay for for DLC. I could almost see I, those being one big ultimate pack to release all at once. That. I'd Here's like to thing. not spend sixty dollars on DLC this time. Yeah, I I think twenty. Or I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend what the game's worth twice over, right? Um, but I think whatever it is, I think we'll be fair about it. Um, and I don't think we'll. I didn't feel cheated out with Smash Wii U because the kind of content I was getting was very valuable to me. Um, so oh, I was absolutely. willing to pay that. Absolutely. Well, those packs also I were think, just full I of think stuff. Soccer like gave me lots of goodies. Yeah. There's a million different ways that they can monetize this game. I still don't want to spend $60 on DLC because I just spent $90 to get more GameCube controllers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what like, I'm about. In my cart, right? I have, I have the Super Smash Bros. pre-order. Uh, which Amazon Prime, you get the discount, right? And then you get the GameCube controller and the adapter. Uh, you guys already have the adapter, um, or at least Brandon does, I know. Uh, I do. Second one. This is the yeah. I'm getting a second one, too. But, like, between those three items, it's 100 bucks. And I paid for that with Smash 4 <laughs> as well, and I'm about that's, to do it again. That's the DLC. That's the DLC is the GameCube. I just I don't, I'm not at the point where specifically for Super Smash Brothers that I would see them releasing that kind of content for free. Maybe at a reduced mm-hmm. price, not as expensive as we've seen in the past. And maybe if you subscribe to Switch Online, you will even get a discount on those things. I would be cool with the season pass. And, and I they did really those like a season too. Pass this time. They weren't season pass, but they were full content packs, which might as well just be a season pass. Right, you pay the twenty bucks and you get all of it. I mean, um, if they're going to have, like, $60 worth of packs, maybe, like, a $50 season pass or some crap like that, you know, just give me a little value and let me pay for all of it up front because I want it all. Would I like to see characters be free? Absolutely. Um, I'm in a position where I think, and I said this about Smash 4, but that was until I realized what Smash Ultimate was. Um, this is the last Smash Brothers game. They're going to build on this forever. I, I hope so. I mean, yeah. I think they'll continue to balance it and change things up, but um, this is this is ultimate. This is the ultimate Smash Bros. Yeah, game, and we'll just get and it's that name that makes me think that. A, and then, like they they stress they stress so much in the direct. This is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> so I think going into the future. Like we have that basis of HD and uh, the ultimate version of Smash Bros. And so it's just a matter of iterating. Knowing what I know about Japanese culture, seeing Sakurai sit there on screen and, you know, say, hey, I would not expect a lot of newcomers. You know, there's there's a big level of respect that comes from that because... He's actually pleading with the consumer. Um, we got. I don't see that very often. Characters and everyone else back. Like that is a ridiculous character roster in comparison to any other game. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. Like, I, I mean, I do want more over time. Like, I want this game to always be relevant. But I'm cool with what we got for the base game. They like con- considering everything. It's almost like we got four characters. You know, uh, we got the Inklings, we got Snake, uh, we got Ice Climbers, uh, we got Wolf. Oh, five. We got Daisy. Ah, six. We got Ridley. Like, did you say on, Young Link? <laughs> young, yeah, we got Young Link back. Like, we got way too many people back. Yeah, we're sitting at okay a roster of sixty-five right now. Um, that's a lot. If you I mean, consider those characters, if, if you consider the cut characters. 
um, as newcomers. In a way, I do because obviously they're they're touched up. Um, we haven't seen some of these characters in ten or fifteen years, respectively. Um, this is new content to me. This is not a veteran. This is a newcomer for me at this point. And I've played all the Smash games. Um, Snake is a newcomer to me because I haven't played with him for 10 years. Not counting the days of Project M, but uh, obviously that's not an official product. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, in the, in the, in the days of on, like, with their, they're setting this up to be something that's going to be played for a very long time. The fact that they brought back every single character, there's no way Sakurai's ever doing this again. This is it. <laughs> if he does it again, he's a bigger madman than I thought. Is the next console port it in 4K and then just keep adding to it? That's all they keep have to do. To it. I will buy yep. it every time. And, yeah. yeah. You know, we have the Switch online account system and cloud saves. They can utilize those features so that when you buy the next version of Smash Ultimate on the next system... You just keep your save data? Your save data comes with you. Exactly. Mm, cloud that. Mm. <laughs> oh, Nintendo is here. Uh, I'm going to back up a little house. bit. Um, yeah, a really interesting conversation about DLC right now. Um, seasonal character DLC would be fantastic and is likely considering this is pretty early in Switch development. Dream Drop says there are people who think it's not the last Smash, and it's like, no, you're being dumb. You can't compare this to Ultimate Marvel or Ultimate Marvel Mortal, uh, or Ultimate Mortal K because those were final versions of those respective entries of the series. This game, though, is named Ultimate right off the bat, meaning it's the Ultimate Smash. Period. They are very strong with their messaging with that title. There's, I can't see there being another Smash that isn't ultimate again yeah again i think it's just going to be iterated here on out your 10 updates so you'll see a, a new stage here or there and and maybe Add even a new, new fighters down the line mm -hmm. uh, but essentially it's going to be the same game you know it's like uh sakurai kind of went into this again making this is the ultimate version this is like everything i can think of perfected uh he's trying as, to please as, as many people as possible mm -hmm. And in my eyes, there's no way he can do it any better. Yeah, this is this is it. They even brought back Air Dodge. <laughs> what they a great concession! We should uh, we should use right. that to start talking about some techniques, um, and just like I was about to say. smash. Um, well, just a couple of visual elements though that I want to touch on. Oh, go for it, Paul. Um, when you uh, there's like that special knockout or ultimate knockout, oh, or whatever yeah. what they called it, like the slow mo that thing. Adds so much flair like especially for like the tournament scene that's exactly why it's in there <laughs> there's that there's like when you're doing a 1v1 and you start like a new stock it shows up on the score on screen mm -hmm. for you like this e is this is a competitive game sakurai it feels it. is finally he's legitimately catering to that audience he recognizes them he understands that they're an important piece of smash history and he's throwing but them a ball yeah, he's saying they're wrong, and then he's going to do it right, though. <laughs> when you watch, he's like, like okay, no, 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 we're not sticking with Melee. We're going to take some of that Melee stuff that he likes, and we're going to put it in the game, but we're going to make it work. This feels like a sequel to Melee. People have been clamoring for Melee <laughs> HD. This is Melee 2. Well, this is a more accessible <laughs> Melee. It's just as competitive. Visually, it, it's also just perfect for competition. Like, if you watch this, it makes every round more epic like it is so fun to watch other people play this game okay but the real question is is smash tour is smash tour in this game <laughs> we don't know modes yet 
but hopefully. Um, so the directional air dodge, I think that was a, a great callback to melee. It really cha- it like significantly changes the air game and the offstage game. Uh, I can't wait to see how things change. Even your ground game, the kinds of mix-ups that are possible just because you can do that now and there's no penalty per se for doing it outside of the uh the dodge decay which they've added as well um up to six dodges your your ending frames lag longer um so it it's it's catering to aggressive play and it's catering to new types of play which will be fresh for the smash series and i think once melee players start to see that that might draw some of them over i don't ever anticipate melee will die um but i think we might start seeing some play both yeah, it seems like that. Um, like there's a lot of new strategies that people are gonna yeah. have to employ, just because like again, this kind of takes like best of like everything and then balances all together. So people are really gonna have to think on their toes, uh, especially when they start playing it. Until you know the meta uh, is kind of um, discovered. Well, you yeah. want to talk strategy and whatnot. Like, look at the uh, the damage scaling from one v one to like four player smash. You do less damage in four player smash, but it lasts longer. That's going to change doubles. Exactly. Like that's so mind boggling to me. Also, percentage points. Oh yeah. Like it's oh, like yeah. decimal point for Pichu. I have a feeling that's a result. There's more information that they're feeding up. Like, do you think that? I feel like that's a result of the uh, to change damage scaling between one on ones and free for alls. Um, yeah, and Pichu. And Pichu. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, perfect shielding is changed completely. So before you would have to press the shield button. This is something I was pretty pretty good at. I'll toot my own horn here. Um, you, yeah, you are. You press sure. the shield button the moment <laughs> an attack lands. <laughs> you'll take no damage, no recoil, and you can instantly counter. Now you have to shield before the attack reaches you and let go of the shield the moment the attack lands. I, I love it. It's fantastic. Dream Drop Sora too is it. making a good point in the chat here. The uh, changes With in the choosing end. the stage first, then characters makes the metagame focused on picking your character oh, more important. Yeah, the fact that Sakurai had the forethought to even do that is incredible to me. Um, and that's something I didn't even mm-hmm. notice until they pointed it out. And I had watched like yeah. four matches at that point. <laughs> It's crazy. That it's that so might crazy. eliminate the need for stage striking, since you're picking your characters uh, after the fact. Um, yeah. Kind of lost my earlier train of thought. Where was I at? We were talking about perfect shielding. Um, yeah. Yes. So there was another element that they added to that. Not only does a perfect shield uh, change, or the way you do it change, um, the type of attack that you perfect shield actually dictates how much of a counter opportunity you have. If a character does a bigger attack, from what I understand, your window of opportunity is also bigger. So the punishing is actually more punishing. Um, so the it's right. Because it's easier to block. Well, it's technically harder to block now. Oh. According to Smash players who were there and to Sakurai himself, this was intended to make it harder to pull off, not easier. Uh, okay. I look forward to the day that you do that, you perfect chill a falcon punch, and just destroy me. (laughs) 
It'll happen. Uh, I want to bring up Nintendo Snow plays really quick since, I mean, we're talking pretty competitive, and I, that's not mm. the only side to smash. Um, he says he wants a really strong, or he wants an actual single-player mode, even if it's something smaller like Smash Run. Also get rid of Smash Tour and burn it. Let's refine Smash Tour and put it back in and maybe try something new with it. Um, Add some Amiibo Yeah, I mean, look what, they're, look what they're doing with Super Right? Take some of that. Infuse it. Add mini games. Make like Amiibo Festival, but good. And with all the Smash Amiibo, so people that bought them can do something with them. And if Sakurai yeah. wants this to be the ultimate Smash, not only do you need characters and stages, and we haven't even talked about stages, um, he, you need all your modes. That's a core yeah, part I was about of Smash to say, Bros. They could that that could be part of the content updates. You know whether because you know you know Nintendo's it's in addition to paid DLC. Uh, it's just a matter of what is what. You know, uh, and it might be like maybe the free content updates are the modes. Yeah, uh, and then maybe the premium are the characters and the stages or something like. Bring that. back board the platforms from Smash sixty four. We haven't seen it since then. That I, and I Target like... Smash were designed. Target Smash! Please bring back Target Smash. Oh, yeah. They were designed Smash so specifically in Smash 64 to teach you how characters worked because they were designed mm -hmm. by per character, and obviously that was Those also the case in Melee. Um, but yeah. Brawl and On, they kind of went to a condensed overall Target Smash, which wasn't nearly as fun or as exciting. Um, yeah. So bring some of that stuff back. Free content, DLC updates, that's great. That's a good way to do that. Or... If they wanted to do premium DLC packs and include them on top of whatever the main content is, that's fine too. It just also makes it more so valuable. Much value to the DLC, yeah. Yeah. Stages. Uh, it looks like Sorry. Gotcha Mike asks if are some are some characters the same? Yes, some characters are the same uh, to a degree. Everybody's been touched. I mean, the game touched, is fundamentally though. different. Everybody's different. Right, um, inherently like, with the game every speed, character's different. Inherently right. with the game speed changing, everyone's different now. Um, right, yeah. uh, but in terms of like characters changing drastically, um, there's probably some that are are mostly the same. You know, like Mario is uh, fundamentally fundamentally still Mario. They just added some eyes yeah. on his hat. You know, yeah, but they also which was a nice, nice visual concession. Cappy is a taunt, and he is just a visual nice thing. I wish they would have like added that to his final smash or you know something. Well, um, it, at least Mario got some visual updates. Like his idle animation is new. He faces the camera more than he did in the previous games. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys got to look at this, but uh, there's a lot of texture work going on him. I looked at some comparison shots between this and Smash Wii U, and there's texture on his hat, all of his clothes, including his overalls. And remember how his overalls were textured in Melee? It looks like that, but in Smash 4 style. So, like, there's... Right. This game is gorgeous. They changed... Like, so, like, absolutely. The art style is a beautiful blend between, like, Brawl, which was, like, a little more gritty, realistic, and Smash mm -hmm. 4, which was about bright colors and preserving what the characters looked like in their natural games. Um, and I think they found a really cool, happy medium with this. So, like, Smash will stand on its own with its visual identity... But uh, the characters are also true to form. So uh, good work. Like, that's hard to pull off. Yeah, there's a lot going for this game. Uh, I'm like a 10 on the hype scale, honestly. Get on uh, our level, Logan. We're and both it's 11s. only going to go 11 uh, as we get closer to launch. And also, as we figure out more 
information based on the game like we got a lot i think we got the information that we need to get and it's like this is a new smash game uh here's the subtitle super smash bros ultimate uh and here's how the game plays sakurai right? focused on the things that people want to know the most by far yeah and everything else is secondary like okay we got all the characters we got how uh stages we'll wait for those uh modes we'll wait for those you know it's like okay here's here's the characters here's the gameplay that's what we want to see that's what we got uh intense no play says i don't think i want more dlc they're top tier and it's kind of pay to win situation when that's the case all my friends had the extra money to get the dlc characters and i didn't guess who lost every match um well the characters being top tier was more of an issue of balancing um, than anything. Which eventually did get balanced. It just took a while. Well, except for Bayonetta. She's still broken. Um, but Good times. Despite that, I don't think that should dissuade anyone from more content. That's It's not pay-to-win. Uh, that This is not a pay-to-win model. <laughs> that is a very different-looking thing, and this is not it. Um, yeah, the whole goal is that you don't want any character to necessarily have uh, an overall advantage. Obviously, in certain situations, faster or slower characters, more powerful characters will have those advantages. Uh, but overall, you're not supposed to have like that big advantage. Right? And Nikolai makes a good point. Says to be fair, the only reason um, Cloud and Bayo were top tier and never nerfed was because the team had presumably moved on to work onto Ultimate right after their release with no time to balance. Uh, that's yeah, probably I, what happened. That's I would almost bet that was what's gonna happen uh and so i mean this game it's like if this is if there is never um an intention to make a completely original smash bros game for the very very near future maybe 15 20 years because uh, <laughs> they just want to take this game keep reiterating on uh have the uh, deluxe ultimate version uh on the next console uh with all the all the dlc and generations ultimate and they just build on top of that i just want a better game right yeah so if, if this is the best i was already convinced that it was the best uh but then i didn't realize there was all these issues with it and then i was like oh well i guess they fixed it now and so now we have a more perfect game and um I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm uh, so okay with this. No, it's not that they're selling high-tier characters intentionally. That was just an issue of, of balancing. Um, they're not trying to make any character better or worse than another. That is just inherent flawed design. That's something that yeah. they have to work towards and fix. Um, so I, I wouldn't worry about that so much. And it gets even harder when you have a roster of 65 characters. That puts a oh, lot that's... of pressure on the team to, to make this right. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of balancing, right? That being said, Smash 4 is a more, far better balanced game than Melee, and it has double its roster. They're learning. There's a, where there's a will, there's a way. Well, Melee also, like, didn't really get patched the way we you did. Yeah, but that's I think Smash true. 4 is still released in a better state. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Real the... quick... Uh, oh, what's the only character the only company that really s intentionally sells high tier characters is riot games with league of legends um i'm not super big into that scene so i wouldn't know myself but you know as as, as many years as i've been playing smash and uh you know i've been involved in the competitive community i can i can say with the utmost confidence that they are not trying to sell high tier characters <laughs> that yeah. is not the intention 
So I wouldn't worry. I'd, yeah, I do want to backtrack to one point. I can't really find it, but I remember what it was for the most part. Um, the stage selection. How you have the battlefield version, you have the Omega, you have... Hazard you know, toggle. With and without hazard. Um, Nikolai made the point that there's going to be so many more legal stages. This is going to be a far more interesting <laughs> smash to watch because there's going to be so much more variety now. Yeah. yeah. I love that so Smash 64 much. has one legal stage. One. <laughs> Which stage is that? Dreamland. Dreamland? It's the only legal stage in Melee, or in Smash 64. That's so funny. Um, and to to kind of bounce off of stages, this is something I wanted to mention. There, the I want to say the current updated list of discovered stages is eighty three, out of just like a hundred and thirteen. I think I saw the number updated to one hundred and twenty possible stages from past games. That's a lot. I would be surprised if all of them are just there. That's almost kind of a huge game. That's almost um, as much as the stages in three DS. And Wii U, including overlapped ones in both cases, combined. <laughs> Hello? Do we still get the stage builder? Uh, I hope so, but please fix it. Because those stages were always... Those stages were the best because they were terrible. The, the builder and brawl was it? a lot better than Smash 4. <laughs> yeah. Smash 4, you could draw the stages, but they got rid of all of the custom parts and special little things you could add in there that made it fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they're bringing back a ton of melee stages, ton of Smash Four stages, obviously, and they're all getting like really nice visual updates. But uh, they're making concessions in nice places. They're like, uh, you look at a, a stage like Saffron City, um, which pretty much looks like the way it did in N sixty four, but the textures are updated. But the Pokemon in the elevator are still their old pixelated JPEG looking selves, and that was <laughs> definitely that. an intentional decision, and I love that. Um, they're making. But what, if, what if it wasn't? What if they were like, "Oh, we already do. We already maxed it out." Um, uh, no space okay. left on the cartridge. Low poly. People... I don't think it's like nostalgic. <laughs> well, you look at Dreamland in Smash Four, and Dreamland was added, and I want to say Dreamland was kept exactly the way it looked in N sixty four, despite the other N sixty four stages that they added getting complete overhauls. Right. So uh, they're they're definitely being careful with which ones they actually update. And I want to make it a point to note that the stages from Smash 4 and even the returning stages from Smash 4, like the uh, the past stages that were in that game, are getting visual updates too. Those HD stages are also getting touched up. Hello? <laughs> Sakurai, are quick. you a god? <laughs> Can we just praise the fact that Corneria is back and it's not stuck on the 3ds version <laughs> yes <sighs> it's my favorite stage and this is what it, this is already... on the 3ds version why this is already the best smash bros game yeah you know yeah. Uh, and here's here's the thing there's there's two possibility that we're gonna get a few more dlc characters down the line hopefully sakurai doesn't touch them Hopefully he just lets the team have them like okay so you guys you guys have played enough melee <laughs> That you guys can create these characters you can craft these characters and there's there's still a handful that I think would foot really well Into the roster. You don't need a ton uh, Just a few more, you know, I, I think would be great. So I can't see what to see what, what happens down the line mm -hmm. Snow to kind of I know you're still on the the character balancing thing um, You mentioned how Samus kind of sucks compared to everybody else 
Um, well, here's here's some knowledge for you. Uh, I played Brawl very competitively, and yeah, you did. I mained Ike, who was almost dead bottom of the tier list, and I still slayed it in tournaments. It can be done. Yeah, Don't you, worry. Honestly, like I've seen him play, you would not know that he was playing like bottom of the tier list. And especially yeah. like I saw you go up against like Meta Knight, which was high tier in that game. And I was You're so ridiculous, lit. <laughs> man. Yeah. And that's that's really the thing. It's like some of tier uh, because they're either easier. You sessions that lend themselves uh, uh, to whoever's play style and stuff like that. But again, you put the the right character uh in front of the right person and the game totally changes the tier list are merely oh fox is winning a so he's top tier oh yeah they're based on tournament standings um it, it's a constantly changing thing you know that's why they have updated tier lists like once a year um i wouldn't worry like Sakurai is not is going out of his way with every game to make sure the balance is as good as it could can be. And with a platform fighter like this, it just gets harder and harder with each character edition. Um, well, if this game is iterative or iterative, iterative too, I can speak. You can, Paul. <laughs> um, this will constantly be balanced. I think they're going to constantly be fine tuning it. Patch and notes. It's not like it was with Melee, where or you know, GameCube era, where you'd get the game and that is the game. It is constantly changing and getting better and more balanced and more fair as they go. Welcome to the internet age. <laughs> it's glorious. <laughs> they're going to keep trying, yeah. and I have faith that they're going to try and get as close as they can, but I think it's... Daddy Sakurai will not let us down. I think it's impossible for, for it to be perfect. I don't think there's oh, any way it can be that done. That will not exist in any, any I game. I made it... Okay. I'm going to toot my own horn. I made a tweet earlier, okay? Yeah, you uh -oh. did. Better is better than best when best is a fantasy, okay? There is no such thing as perfection. But getting close is good enough, okay? Don't shoot for the stars. Shoot for your, shoot for your bed and, and, and have a nice nap, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think it'll never be perfect. But, you know, as, as they see issues arise, this character's side uh, B smash. It's a little too strong, so we're just gonna pop that down a little. And it's right. all experimentation. You can't you can't just calculate all of this. Mm. Um, no, if you, you could, can. it would be perfect. Uh, you you just have to go off and like, okay, well, perfect. this gives this person an advantage, and this gives this person an advantage. And how do we kind of make sure that they're all roughly on the same level? Brandon, did you send me a, a, there was a video that I distinctly remember that kind of explained why there are tiers and why certain characters are better than others in given situations. And that's if you wanted the game to be absolutely perfectly balanced, you'd be playing with exclusively Mario. And it would not be an interesting game. You need yeah. the heavy characters. That also, are you'd be choosing, you'd be characters choosing certain the disparity. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be choosing certain characters based on uh the character choices of the other player right uh so you would see oh this person's using meta knight okay well what's the best character to counter meta knight so that could that that gets into the metal of the the meta of the game 
right? The of you the can't game. you can't just learn one character. The more so characters you know, and the more characters you know more intimately, uh, you can have maybe like three or four characters that you know really well, and and choose those characters. Uh, if you're playing competitively based on, okay, this person chose this character. So I'm going to do this character uh, for this, this, and this reason. And I think my, my biggest word of advice, um, whether you play competitively or not, just have a good time. It's going to be a good time. It's, it's actually, I do want to give a quick anecdote about my, uh, my main and how I got there. So Brandon's really good at smash. If we haven't like explained that enough. <laughs> And I'm I'm really I'm okay I'm decent at best, and so I, I main Captain Falcon and I learned Captain Falcon because I was terrible at Captain Falcon, and I was just like there was one day that I was so tired of getting my butt kicked by Brandon that I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna have fun I'm just gonna I'm just gonna completely goof, and like I think the fact that I was like intentionally trying to nerf myself kind of threw you a bit off. And so I slowly yeah, I learned how that. to not destroy myself with Captain Falcon and just he became my greatest strength just from having fun with Yeah, him. there have been like Brandon specifically, okay? Brandon Brandon knows those games, right? And so he is anticipating your next move, your next attack, and so it's really hard to get a drop. I'm no Brandon. genius, by the way. Um and so right but you're games, you're much though. better than than we are at the game, um, admittedly. Uh, and one of the things that I've beaten Brandon before, right? And he doesn't win all the time. And I would imagine that even the best players don't win all the time, you know. Um, but maybe I'll I'll pick an unorthodox <laughs> character, uh, and then I'll be again I'll be goofing off, and all of a sudden Brandon can't anticipate what's happening oh my gosh okay and i'll mention this when we get to our other topics uh but there is a show i've been watching and this has everything to do with that show so all right um well we went on a long-winded tangent uh it's smash brothers is gonna happen yeah it's <laughs> just kind of how it goes that's, that's, that's why everybody's here listening to us talk right? i would be remiss like, if we didn't talk about, talk about um Inkling and Ridley. Before we move on, because uh, they're very does. welcome additions. Inkling was my number one want, and that was addressed right out the gate. So I was like, I don't know what else I want. And then Sakurai was Arms. like, I think I know what everybody wants. And then he dropped Ridley on us, and we all died. That's not right, though, because I wanted Springman. I want a Waluigi. And Waluigi. Oh, yeah, Spring... Logan gets Springman and Waluigi. You know, I'll take Ridley. Ridley is a really cool looking character, and I want him in the roster. You know, Sakurai put Waluigi in that assist trophy trailer just to shut everybody down. I guess it's not calculated. See, I, can, I can live in a world where Waluigi isn't in Smash. I do think there's a great opportunity for representation for the Mario sports games. Yeah, yeah, because he could be he could be tennis, he can be golf, he can be kart, he can be all of those other games that probably don't get represented in like move sets. And it'd be perfect. I, I still think it's a possibility down the line. Springman definitely has to come to Smash at some point. I will not stand in a to live in a world where there isn't Springman Smash. Also, resolve, also, hashtag resolve for Smash. Bring Duck on Dog. I want him in Smash. That'll never happen. Um, Just like it'll never be a Smash game on Switch. Sakurai That'll... picked the exactly right character to reveal at the end of that show. Um, exactly right. He, character. Uh, well, he did. 
He played he played to the audience. No, it's, no, I agree. Not only that, he played to the Western audience specifically. Because that was the, right, one yeah. of the top requested characters, specifically from Western players. And the fact that he wasn't pushed so hard in Japan is probably why we haven't seen him until now. Sakurai's listening to everyone. He wants to mm-hmm. please everybody. That was like... Ridley's Ridley too big. Was the, Ridley was the non-hilarious version of Skyrim, very special edition Bethesda's presentation. Yeah. <laughs> Ridley oh, is actually man. the real joke character in the fact that he is the most serious character you can imagine. He killed Mario. He killed Mario. <laughs> I had a whole conversation with people about just the Mario Slayer. <laughs> and and at the end, he picks up Mario's hat and spins it spins it on his finger, just like the original trailer for Super Mario Odyssey. I really hope that there is a costume for Ridley where he's wearing Mario's hat. That'd be hilarious. I would die. I uh, would die. Speaking of costumes, we saw in Ridley's trailer, we saw Meta Ridley, which is not available in his set of eight colors in the E3 demo, which makes me wonder if Meta Ridley will be available as an Echo character. So Sakurai might double dip for you guys. <laughs> for ridley well actually like we have to remember that every character is technically in super smash brothers right now because we have me fighters coming back yep me fighters are everyone here. confirmed everyone is here everyone in existence doom a- guy is in smash abraham ridley lincoln strikes again he's actually in smash abraham lincoln iwata um Takurai said that we can't expect a lot of newcomers, and I'm okay with that. But I wouldn't be surprised if we got three or four more tops. Yeah, DLC down the line. I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't think this is the final roster for launch, though. You don't think it's the final roster? You think there's more? I think there's at least two or three more before the game comes out. Wow. Well, when they showed, uh, people have been mentioning when they showed off those amiibo. There was four stands, and only two of them had Amiibo on them. And I don't buy into that one. There's also two empty slots on the uh, character roster on the website. Oh, yeah, the slots, right? Because we I all know that, that characters are taken up. I don't right? read because there's a, into the there's a limit to how many. During the uh, Splatoon 2. I'm the one who doesn't segment. believe in that. Don't throw that back in my face. <laughs> well, then why are you, why are you making up? I'm talking about website design. During okay. the Splatoon 2 conference, though, they had the same case with Splatoon Amiibos, but there was only one slot missing, and that was the uh, the card saying Splatoon 2. So I honestly buy into the two other slots being necessarily to have to have, to have Amiibo there. I think they were just kind of prepared for four if yeah. they needed to, or three, and then they had the uh, the other card to you know keep the set together. They also so said that, that there was an, a Daisy Amiibo coming, and it wasn't ready yet to even show us, so... Maybe there's also a chance there were two amiibo that were supposed to be there, and maybe they just weren't anyway. Um, the yeah. website thing is legit, though. There, yeah, there is definitely just two spaces next to Ridley that are completely unoccupied. Um, but whether or not that means anything, I still stand firm, and I don't think we've seen the last of newcomers before the game launches. Because um, Sakurai still has some stuff to tell us about. He has to tell us, tell us about modes. He has to tell us about trophies and extra content. Those will not oh, be yeah, a, there's... those will not be unaccompanied by character reveals. They will absolutely we... have character reveals with them. We need the uh, we need some character reveals for the fifty fact extravaganza, which need number Yeah, I think I I don't know why like even though like they announced a uh, release date 
for December. Uh, I was anticipating that it becomes sooner. Sooner. I don't know why. I just because it makes sense to switch online to launch at the same time. But right. I. Oh, it's, it's there's also that sooner. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I I think even if they didn't, I'd be okay. No, I'm I'm okay. satisfied. Yeah. yeah. Though I do want that like Avengers Infinity War fake out where last second they're like, hey, it's actually sooner. Yeah. How do, how does Nintendo keep all of this stuff under wrap? Like I you know, there's there I think I feel like they allow certain things to leak. I know the uh, answer. To like kind of misdirect everybody's attention. They're like, oh my god, let's talk about things that could be leaking and they're like we're keeping those under wrap like for example nobody knew it was called super smash bros ultimate and that's one of the how to keep it under wraps, though? having leaks is that you get a surprise you, and it's you want, nice you keep you it under wraps by revealing it in march and then showing it at e3 no no you keep it under wraps by not putting super smash brothers ultimate on the sheet with all the other games that they got, they got leaked. <laughs> that's how you do it oh, you put man. that on a different page in the manual <laughs> so i would expect let's see they usually do a fall direct around september october we'll definitely see some stuff in there and there might be one more like smash centric 50 fact extravaganza type thing that gets thrown in there as well Please. there will be at least one character at each and accompanied by echo characters because i think there's going to be a lot more echo characters than we think right now i want some pyro rex and pyro couldn't be an echo character Springman oh. and um you think they'll be original? They'd, They'd have to be. There at all? I don't... Uh, if Roger ever lived... You keep it <laughs> secret by not telling Walmart. Um, <laughs> yes. Or Steam. Yeah, like, with Rex and Pyra, just inherently how the two fight together um, wouldn't make sense to, like, put over Shulk. Right. It would oh, actually no, be a disservice. Oh, you're right. Exactly. That's definitely <laughs> it. Go character for ice. I think arms character. You could get two arms characters at least. Yeah, Echo Fighters, man. Yeah, it's right there. I like think, it. Yeah, I think maybe they'll start looking. We can have all these Echo Fighters. Missed right? all of that, Logan. Huh? He said he wants Echo Fighters for every Fire Emblem protagonist ever. Yeah. All in, all in the style of Mark. Yeah, give me Krom. <laughs> give me Krom. <laughs> Nikolai is pointing out that Shadow isn't seen as an assist trophy, and Knuckles specifically has been seen as an assist trophy. So I think we have another Echo Fighter right there with Shadow. I'm into it. Yeah, Shadow it. would make more sense than even Knuckles. Yeah, because Knuckles, you could, you could, it could be something completely different. Now, Dream Drop, you're thinking on my level. He wants Ike climbers. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 it. would buy. Also, every character is there except Ike. Ike didn't make the cut. No. I'm so glad Ike's got both of his costumes. Uh, Shadow could stand to be his own character, but I think an Echo Fighter just makes the most sense for this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, like Daisy. Daisy being an Echo Fighter makes perfect sense to me. Uh, what else would you really do with Daisy? Oh, I was going to say. Waluigi should be an Echo Fighter for Captain Perfect. Falcon. Captain Falcon. He needs to be an Echo Fighter for Captain Falcon because Waluigi and Captain Falcon 100% have the same moveset, I guarantee you. Black Shadow could actually be an Echo Fighter for, you know, Captain Falcon or Blood Falcon because the full Blood Falcon costume is actually there now. 
Like, it's just there. I don't think his name changes to Blood Falcon, but that's Blood Falcon. <laughs> they should just fix that. They should know. just change it and change the voice samples. Um, I could go on forever about Smash, to be honest. Oh, dude, I think, well, I, you know, honestly, we might just have to... We might Another. do a isolated Smash discussion to just talk more about this going forward. Um, a couple yeah. isolated Smash discussions. No, I, honestly, we're just going to have to... Just have, like, dedicated Smash discussions. And, and even, that like, with, with the Smash, like, the road to Smash videos, those aren't done, guys. Those aren't done. We no. still got tons of speculation to do. I am actually uh, right. planning one right now. It's the Smash hype train. It's the Smash Same. hype train. Like, we just got on it, right? So when we got the initial reveal, we were at the station. Now we're on the train. We are officially chugging along. Controllers. We're on Sakurai's <laughs> Wild Ride officially right now. Um, Welcome to the hype train, gentlemen. I only have two hands. Why did I pre-order three GameCube controllers? Welcome, Dream Buster, to the hype train. Welcome, Nikolai. Welcome, Torax Seven Seven One's random place. Uh, when ne welcome Nintendo Snow plays, you guys are all on the hype train with. If you want to see those Road to Smash videos, if you're not subscribed, please do that. Now's the time. Um, we got some cool stuff coming out. Uh, so try, you know, ripping the Smash away right now. As much as I want to just keep talking about it, we have to move on. Um, choo choo. Because we went on for a long time. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think I have much else to talk about. I've been gone for two weeks, but I haven't. So. Yeah, I don't have a lot to talk about myself, but we will move on to the breakdown segment of the Breakdown Podcast. This is where we talk about movies, TVs, video games, all that stuff that we experienced over the last week. And given that it was E3, there's actually not a lot to talk about in that sense. Um, let me know if the stream is doing okay, because my computer is giving me some trouble. Um, I'll just kick things off with movies. I saw Incredibles 2 last night. Oh, my whole Discord froze. Nope, we might be dead. Can you guys hear me? If Hello? Are we alive? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, uh, this stream this stream froze. My uh no, my system froze. <laughs> Back. Wait. No, it froze up again. Oh, no, it's back. We're good. <laughs> oh, no, my computer is uh I don't think my computer is going to make it, guys. We might have to stop for the night. Well, let's end the stream then. <laughs> That's it. You can, can hear you guys, though. You can hear us, but yeah, okay. Well, this might crash altogether, so we might have to postpone the breakdown part until next week. Uh, and and this might be the time that we kind of, I mean, we're, we're thinking about splitting this off anyway. Yeah, uh, for episode 20 specifically... Um, we are, no, this is not going to fix stream drop. It just keeps happening. Um, we are planning to split this into two podcasts. We're going to have the Nintendo isolated podcast and then just the breakdown as its own thing, because we often find that we have so much that we want to talk about with Nintendo, but we can't realistically fit that in with everything else. And then we end up mm -hmm. rushing through the breakdown segment of the podcast and we don't want to do that anymore. So what we're going to do is we're going to split this up into two shows. The Nintendo podcast will be taking the time slot of the breakdown in terms of the, the live broadcast. And the breakdown podcast will be streamed on another day yet to be decided. We still have some kinks to work out with, with that. 
Um, yeah. But as soon as we have all of that laid down and we're ready to launch, we will let you know. And the first official Nintendo podcast, uh, we have a name, but I, we'll commit to it when we commit to it. Um, <laughs> it'll happen. So you can look forward to that. Um, this week's breakdown, we will add on to next week because, honestly, there wasn't a ton there for us to talk about anyway. Um just just in general because obviously it was e3 week so yeah. i again i want to yeah. thank you guys for watching um thanks also, before, before you wrap this up uh if you guys do have anything you guys do want to talk about uh, i encourage you to follow us on twitter uh all of discord. our uh di- and discord yes but uh yeah, our twitter uh handles right on the screen and everything else is in the description of the video itself. If you want to get on the Discord, please get on the Discord. We're on there all the time. And if you want to discuss anything, uh, there's voice channels, all that good stuff. And um, um, one thing I want to plug really quick, and this we're going to have to tweak this a little bit, but uh, we do have our first official patron. Um, and with that comes the ability for you guys to suggest and vote on podcast topics. If you want in on that, um, you can... Was it is that the one dollar tier for that, or is that the five dollar? Let me pull this up right quick. I don't even remember our own rewards because it took a while. I think it was while. the five tier. Um, if I can get to the rewards, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, one dollar is you'll get early access to our videos and the ability to ask questions for the end of segment of the breakdown podcast. We'll pick a few questions per episode and answer them live on the show. And we'll credit 10 of you at the end of each and every video. Uh, $5, you'll get access to our special patron Discord channels. This includes a podcast topic suggestion channel for the breakdown. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We'll pick three and put up a poll for all patrons to vote on. And we'll have a dedicated patron topic show once a month included above. That's one that's probably going to get tweaked a little bit as we... um, we might be a little more lax with that go when we first start because we'll have less patrons and less suggestions. But as we get more, then we'll kind of assume that uh, that structure for it. Yeah. yeah, none of this is none of this is set in stone. I mean, we're yeah. still working this out. So we want to make it as valuable as possible. So if you're interested in doing that and you want to support us, um, feel free. We would love it if you did. But if you don't, you just want to stick around and watch for videos. Hey, we love that you're here. Um, so, yeah, I think with that, we're going to cut it off for the night. Sorry about the uh, kind of early cutoff for the stream, but, you know, it happens. Uh, we'll probably have a few isolated discussions for a couple games. I, I anticipate it will probably just end up being smashed at the end. But uh, we'll probably. let you know when we decide to do that. So, uh, for now, I'm going to have to cut it off here, you guys. So.